Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. It's going to add an extra chill to the air with feels like readings only in the 20s and lower 30s. Moving to the day tomorrow, mostly sunny, 45 to 50 degrees, near 50 on Thursday, middle 40s and dry on Friday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 41 degrees in our nation's capital at 1259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Tuesday morning. It is December 19th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early Tuesday for you, an investigation underway after a D.C. officer shoots a man. New details on an Ohio man's weekend attack outside a local synagogue. I'm Scott Gelman. A federal judge halts work to remove the Confederate memorial in Arlington National Cemetery. I'm Dick Iuliano. New training for D.C. police aimed at helping those with mental health issues. I'm Matt Small. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. Hundreds of thousands of people in the northeastern U.S. are still without power after a powerful storm roared through over the weekend, bringing a lot of snow and rain. The Weather Channel's Mike Seidel has more on that. Waist-deep water in New Jersey. Firefighters taking people to safety. Near Boston, flames shot out from a downed power line. And in Queens, New York, a massive tree fell onto Catherine Papapaiolis' house. No one was hurt. The house has some damages, but in the night came into the house. Students in Campton, New Hampshire, were dismissed early as floodwaters from the nearby dam started to rise. Southwest Airlines will pay a huge fine for its meltdown last year, says CBS's Mark Strassman. As airlines get ready for a week of record holiday travel from Boston to Baltimore, Monday had its stumbles. A blip compared to last year's fiasco by Southwest Airlines. I literally slept the whole day inside airport. The airline froze during a pre-Christmas winter storm. Nearly 17,000 flights canceled, 2 million passengers stranded. The DOT fined Southwest $140 million for consumer protection violations. The penalty is 30 times larger than any previous fine. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is in Tel Aviv to meet with Israeli leaders and talk about ways to scale back major combat operations in Gaza. But he made it clear Israel is fighting an evil force. Hamas has clearly and loudly spelled out its vision of the future. And it is to repeat October 7th over and over and over again. Some states are taking over the defense of their borders. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has that. Border state governors are taking aggressive steps to address illegal border crossings. In Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill authorizing local and state police to arrest migrants believed to be in the state illegally. While in Arizona, Democrat Katie Hobbs has deployed National Guard troops to the border. The nation will say goodbye Tuesday morning to the first woman to ever serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor served on the nation's highest court from 1981 to 2006. Her funeral at the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. will be private. President Biden will deliver remarks. Justice O'Connor's funeral comes one day after her casket was placed in the Great Hall of the Supreme Court where the public was able to pay its respects. O'Connor was a key swing vote on the court and influenced some of the biggest cases, including those involving abortion and affirmative action. She died on December 1st at the age of 93. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. U.S. Steel is being acquired by Japan-based Nippon Steel for $1.4 billion and the assumption of billions in debt. 
This is make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. can always find people who are helping. Thank you to all the first responders who put their lives in danger to help us when my brothers and sisters need them. We look out for the helpers because they look out for us. Learn how you can help first responders by texting BRAVE to 24365. You recognize our jingle. It is Cabinet Discatters and now celebrating our 40th anniversary. That's right. 40 years ago, we started a small family business, building a reputation around excellent customer service, quality products at a great price. And now to celebrate 40 years, we're offering incredible discounts till the end of the year. To learn more, call or go to CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. WTLP at 104. Good Tuesday morning, December 19th, 2023. Partly cloudy. Steve says a low we're looking for is somewhere between 30 and 36 by daybreak on your Tuesday. Winds west 10 to 15. We are at 38 now in Washington. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour. We begin the ride this morning with the latest on a man in the hospital after being shot by a D.C. officer during the chase on foot. It happened around 8.30 last night, Monday evening, we're told, on F Street in the Penn Quarter neighborhood. According to police, officers were patrolling the area at the time when they came across a man who they believed may have had a gun. As officers tried to stop the man, we're told he ran off and allegedly displayed a gun. Moments later, one of the officers shot the man. Anytime, obviously, there's an individual out here on our streets uh, armed with a firearm, that there is danger to the public. Um, you know, luckily in this case, uh, there was only one individual who has a minor wound. Uh, we were able to bring that person into custody to recover the firearm. That was Jeffrey Carroll on WTOP Tuesday morning, the MPD Executive Assistant Chief of Police. Now, he says the man was shot in the lower body last night in stable condition this Tuesday morning. A gun was recovered at the scene, we're told. The officer involved in the shooting incident has been placed on administrative leave this morning while the department reviews their body-worn camera footage. WTOP at 105. We turn now here at TOP Tuesday morning to new info for you about a scary scene outside a local synagogue over the weekend. Brent Wood is accused of driving a U-Haul van onto the sidewalk right in front of Kesher Israel Congregation in Georgetown. That's where charging documents say he yelled, gas the Jews, and sprayed an unknown substance as people left the synagogue. There was a class going on in the building at the time of the Sunday morning attack. People were evacuating after the synagogue got a bomb threat over email, documents say. When a D.C. police officer got there, Wood was recording with his phone and holding a canister. Wood said it had fart spray in it. He was arrested and charged with simple assault hate crime and resisting arrest. 
He's been released until his next court appearance in January. Wood is also being ordered to stay away from the synagogue. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 106. New training coming next year for D.C. officers. The department hopes it will help to lower the temperature when officers encounter someone who is in a mental health crisis. It's called Integrating Communications Assessment and Tactics Training, or ICAT for short. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says all 3,300 sworn officers and police recruits will go through a two-day course which includes classroom and scenario-based training starting in 2024. We want our officers to demonstrate empathy, passion, and care, but also to not be afraid to take the necessary law enforcement actions in order to protect our community. In the district, Matt Small, WTOP News. WTOP News time at 107. A Confederate memorial that has stood for more than 100 years locally in Arlington National Cemetery was supposed to be taken away, but now a federal judge has stepped in to stop its removal at least for now. The bronze statue of a woman crowned with olive leaves stands above 400 Confederate graves. It was marked for removal by a federal commission that listed monuments and names that honor the Confederacy. But Scott Powell, a volunteer with the group Defend Arlington, working to preserve the monument, says it was erected in the spirit of reconciling North and South. Well, I think the monument should be left alone. It's been there for over 100 years. It celebrates reconciliation. A federal judge in Alexandria has issued a temporary restraining order barring the monument's removal, and he's ordered a Wednesday hearing. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, December 19th. Welcome into WTOP this morning, I'm hour. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The time now is 108. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, another work zone on 95 in Maryland. It's going to be southbound between Maryland 100 and the uh, bridge over the Patuxent River. Uh, they're taking up the right side, doing some street sweeping, so just be aware. Not causing any delay. And again, northbound between the Beltway and 212 in Beltsville. Two left lanes get you by the work there. Again, Baltimore-Washington Parkway looks good both inside and outside the Beltway. No issues on 270 north and south. Uh, U.S. 50, John Hanson Highway between the District Line and Annapolis, running well in both directions. No issues at the Bay Bridge uh, so far, although uh, checking to see if they may be going under wind warnings because of the wind speeds picking up. We will keep you posted there. But for now, three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, no delay reported in either direction. Virginia, 95 southbound, finally starting to see some relief. Still a little slow getting into the work zone as you approach and pass exit 156 for Dale City. Eventually down to one single lane to the left through the work zone. If you're traveling north on 95 in Virginia, nothing in your way between the Beltway. I should say between Fredericksburg and the Beltway. On the outer loop of the Beltway, the through lanes closed between Alexandria and Oxon Hill as a result of overnight work. The local lanes are open and do get by without delay. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. As we move through the day today, it's going to be another cold afternoon, but at least we'll have some sunshine. Highs around 40 degrees, but with wind gusts 20 to 30 miles per hour, it's only going to feel like the 20s and lower 30s. For tonight, we clear things out, cool things down again. Tomorrow, 45 to 50 degrees. We're near 50 on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 37 degrees in Rockville. It's 38 Ashburn, 39 in Fort Washington, we are right now down to 37 in our nation's capital here at WTOP. Welcome and glad you're with us here. WTOP News Time now 110. 
on WTOP. We bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. So what kind of a day did Southwest Airlines have? In the morning, they found out they were being fined $140 million. And at the closing bell, they finished up $0.08 cents trading at $28.96 a share. Only fractional gains for the Dow. The S&P 500 finished up 21 and the NASDAQ was up 90. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. And we want to remind you our latest check of traffic and weather was brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 111. Good morning. There's no gift that's more beautiful, more versatile, and more meaningful than a beautiful piece of jewelry. And there's no better place to shop than Diamonds Direct, where making memorable moments is our specialty. Last-minute shopper? Relax. This holiday season, we've put together our most impressive selection of can't-miss gifts you can get today. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands for every taste and every price range. And don't miss our amazing collection of Swiss timepieces, including pre-owned Rolex watches you can't find anywhere else. Need more information? Inspiration? Check out our online gift guide and even chat with a virtual assistant at DiamondsDirect.com. Ask about flexible financing options as well. Connect with Diamonds Direct and let us help you choose that perfect headliner gift at the absolute best value price. Get all the details, special showroom hours, and lots of ideas now at DiamondsDirect.com. Across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Marcel Spears. Keeping our global neighborhood safe is a tough job, made easier by America's brave military dogs. These dogs keep our troops safe by sniffing out bombs and IEDs and locating enemy positions. Yet when these canine heroes retire, they're too often left overseas. American Humane works to bring these valiant dogs home and reunites them with their handlers for happy, healthy retirements. To learn how you can help, visit AmericanHumane.org. Good Tuesday morning, December 19th. Welcome in. Thanks for starting your early morning with us here at WTLP. If you're just joining us, hardly cloudy, still chilly, not quite as cold as it was yesterday morning at this hour. By daybreak, 30 to 36 for your low, says Steve. Winds out of the west, 10 to 15, not as messy as they were earlier today. And you are looking at 37 degrees in our nation's capital right now. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 113 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Former President Donald J. Trump is trying to do away with that gag order in his federal election interference case here in D.C. He's now asking this week the full U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in D.C. to reconsider an earlier ruling that upheld that gag order. This morning, our Dimitri Sotis talks to Devlin Barrett about this, who covers national security for The Washington Post and is the co-author of the Trump Trials newsletter about the former president's latest legal maneuver this morning. He's asking for the full appeals court panel to rehear the question of whether there should be a gag order against him. If you remember earlier this this month, a three judge panel ruled against him on that score. And even though at the time his campaign declared it a victory, 
clearly they they want another shot at this. So they're asking for the entire appeals court judge bench to take a look at this. Now, in terms of what type of gag order is in effect, it's not as robust as it could be from what we understand. Right. It's a fairly limited gag order. He's allowed to essentially badmouth Jack Smith, the special counsel. He's allowed to badmouth the process and the Justice Department, but not witnesses, uh, potential jurors. You know, they're, they're, what they're trying to, to, the needle they're trying to thread here is not let him say anything that would, in their minds, sort of affect the criminal justice process. Now, I've been uh, anticipating our conversation because I guess in my mind it's not fully clear whether this D.C. trial is moving forward in any way now that the U.S. Supreme Court is involved uh, in terms of deciding once and for all whether Mr. Trump has immunity, as he argues. Until then, is, is the whole thing just kind of frozen? The whole thing is kind of frozen, and there's a really interesting sort of tactical battle going on right now in which Jack Smith, the special counsel, is trying to get this issue of immunity before the Supreme Court as quickly as possible so that the delay is minimal. But there's also at the same time, there's a potential fight over this issue at the court of appeals process. It's almost as if the case has splintered in two directions, and it's going to be up to these judges, both on the Supreme Court and the appeals court panel, to sort of figure out how quickly are they going to resolve this and how much time is this going to consume. I was also fascinated in just reading online, listening to various shows and podcasts, how uh, the same action can be interpreted at least a couple of ways. In other words, depending on the political bent of who's speaking, Jack Smith really screwed up here or is a, is a brilliant tactician in what he's done. So I think what Smith has done in going directly to the Supreme Court is a is a sound legal strategy. Um, it, that doesn't necessarily mean it will work. That doesn't necessarily mean he, he will ultimately win. But I think that the logic of it is sound. But the, the truth is, we don't know how the, the higher courts are going to resolve this and how quickly they're going to do it. That's Devlin Barrett, Washington Post national security reporter and co-author of the Trump Trials Newsletter. Look at the top stories we're following for you this early Tuesday morning on TOP. Can Israel scale back its attacks in Gaza to save the lives of innocent civilians? The U.S. Defense Secretary is in the region talking about that right now. And has the Senate made any progress on providing that new military aid to Israel and Ukraine? We're watching from Capitol Hill this morning. Keep your dial here on WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they are properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, December 21st from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, December 21st from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit Fitzmall.com. Oh, Tuesday morning, December 19th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 118. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Over to Rich Hunter first in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, traveling through the district. It's been a relatively quiet ride. No major issues report along I-295 or DC 295. Suitland Park in South Capitol Street in good shape. New York Avenue leaving the Anacostia toward the 3rd Street Tunnel and back. Nothing in your way. Uh, still have the closure in northwest of F Street between 9th and 11th Streets northwest. That as a result of a police investigation. Again, unclear how long that will remain closed. If you're traveling on the Beltway in Virginia, Adeloupe through lanes closed uh, between the entrance just before Telegraph Road all the way over into Maryland as a result of overhead sign and lighting work in the uh, through lanes. Local lanes are open on the Adeloupe and get by without delay. If you're traveling in Virginia, still have the two closures as a result of wires down First Georgetown Pike between the Beltway and Swingsmill Road. Again, shut down in both directions. Unclear how long that will remain closed. And closed since yesterday morning, Arlington Boulevard between Nutley Street and Prosperity Avenue, essentially between the city of Fairfax and Merrifield as a result of utility work where they're repairing downed wires there as well. If you're traveling on 95 South in Virginia, be as you approach and pass exit 156 for Dale City, single file left gets you through the construction. But as of late, delays have finally begun to ease. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A mix of sun and clouds moving through the afternoon today with temperatures approaching 40 degrees. It's going to feel a little bit colder than that thanks to gusty northwesterly winds at around 20 to 30 miles per hour. That's going to give us wind chill factors in the 20s and lower 30s. We're not going to stay there very long. Winds will ease as we move into the overnight hours for tomorrow. Mostly sunny, 45 to 50 degrees. Near 50 on Thursday, mid-40s on Friday and dry for the weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're looking at 35 degrees in Manassas, 39 Metro Center, 36 Frederick, Maryland. We are at 35 and holding in our nation's capital. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. When you struggle with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, you get used to not feeling 100%. I thought that was how it had to be. Until I discovered the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. They told me about new medications that weren't around back when I was diagnosed. They helped me find a specialist who gave me a new treatment plan. I'm feeling better than I ever thought I could. Don't settle for not feeling your best. Take action today to take care of yourself. Spill your guts. Learn more at spillyourguts.org. Dear Santa, I hope you are having a good day in the North Pole. Is it cold all the time there? Is that why your cheeks are so rosy? My mom says I'm a good helper, but you didn't come last year. Was my chimney broken? I just really hope this year when I wake up, I'm going to see that you came to my house too. Wow. Donate and help the Marines deliver hope to a child in need. How about a button where you can actually hear me instead of me just sitting here talking to myself? Good morning. Welcome. It's 122. Tuesday morning on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Cleanup efforts are underway up and down the East Coast this morning following that powerful storm which knocked down trees and power lines and flooded roadways from the Carolinas to New England. At least four people have died because of these 
Hellacious storm. Waist-deep water in New Jersey. Firefighters taking people to safety. Near Boston, flames shot out from a downed power line. And in Queens, New York, a massive tree fell onto Catherine Papapaiolis' house. No one was hurt. The house has some damages, but it did not came into the house. Students in Campton, New Hampshire, were dismissed early as floodwaters from the nearby dam started to rise. That's the Weather Channel's Mike Seidel. This morning, near whiteout conditions and blinding snow also caused massive pileups, we're told, on Interstate 94 near Kalamazoo, Michigan. Meanwhile, Boston saw record high temperatures. An elected leader locally in D.C. and five others were fined for committing voter fraud. Vanessa Rubio is an advisory neighborhood commissioner at Ward 4. NBC4 reports this morning she voted apparently both in D.C. and Maryland back in the 2020 general election, according to the D.C. Elections Board anyway. Documents from the board show that Rubio voted in person in Maryland on November 1st, 2020, then in D.C. two days later. Now, Rubio admitted she voted twice to the board, but said she didn't think it was illegal because D.C. is not a state. The elections board fined her 500 bucks. Rubio declined to comment on the case. Five other voters who the board said double voted were ordered to pay a lesser fine of $100 each. They also voted in D.C. and Maryland. The officials said the cases are not said to be related. School day. Funds that help area school systems during the COVID pandemic are being cut back, and that is impacting how local leaders are planning their budgets for the coming year. WTOP's Kate Ryan looks over Montgomery County's school budget. $3.3 billion. That's how much Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight said is needed to operate schools in the next year. Right now, $125 million ESSER dollars are paying for mental health resources, curriculum resources, technology, and so much more. ESSER refers to the federal money that was poured into schools as part of the COVID recovery plan. But $92 million in that federal cash will dry up. So McKnight is hoping to use the remaining $33 million to continue to pay for social workers, school psychologists, and restorative justice programs. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is the story of the man who didn't know. I didn't know. He didn't check in with WTOP, so he didn't hear the latest. Oh, I didn't know. He didn't think that things could change that quickly. The news, the weather, the traffic. So he didn't do anything. I didn't know. He could check in with WTOP two, three, four times a day. Then he would know. WTOP News. Facts matter. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 125, good Tuesday morning, December 19th. Thanks for starting your day with us. And Frankie's turn this morning. Second straight loss on this West Coast road trip for the Wizards as they fall at the Sacramento Kings, 143-131. Jordan Poole, 28 points in the loss for the Wizards. They'll stay out west. They visit the Portland Trail Blazers on Thursday night. Monday night football, it was a wild one as the Seattle Seahawks score with about 26 seconds left. They go on a 94-yard drive in the last 90 seconds, basically, to get the uh, go-ahead touchdown and win 2017 over the Philadelphia Eagles. So Philadelphia's string of not being able to beat the Seahawks is now 15 years and counting. Again, the uh, Seahawks get the win 2017 over the Eagles, who, by the way, have now lost three straight. Commanders have lost five in a row. They're 4-10. and 10. 
They intend to keep Sam Howell at quarterback as they visit the Jets on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Early line, Jets are favored by three in this one.